Welcome back to the sports bar with Jihei Wiley and Nikki K kicking off our first, our second season, first episode of the second season of the sports bar. I know. I'm the, I'm the first episode of the second season. I know. How funny is that? I am honored. It's a pleasure to be here. Party people unite. But that introduced, that song introduces our next guest while the uh, awesome construction guy is behind me. Um, uh, that is why you're always in a mood, right? Right, Nikki? Yeah, why? You know what? Are we we are always in a mood. <laughs> I think that song has multiple layers of meaning, but you know what? It captures the ambiance, the vibe perfectly, yeah. and uh, it's all Cheers, it's all vibey today. I know. I'm so excited that you're here. This took, this was like a process in the making, and like not, not because Nikki isn't so awesome and amazing and wonderfully open, but like I feel like I haven't been really available I'm like, my, my schedule's so stringent. So you like, know, know a lot of people, it shows how valued they hold you in their life and maintaining those relationships is everything. And you've been able to have guest after guest and keep the party rolling always. So I, I remember when I first met you and you told me about your concept for a podcast and I was completely excited for you and what you're describing is like you know it, it's perfect we all do it we all sit at bars watching games we all have conversations about the games we all have hot takes whether they're merited or not and it's the best part about it is arguing them debating them being a fan is ludicrous in and of itself so it's all it's all good well don't even have to intro how we met because <laughs> boom people party people that is how we met um actually at what's it called sorry as i clink my class um at uh, century yeah yeah we met so, at century so and fun. we were at a bar and yes. what it, it was thursday night football right it was monday night football. monday it was yeah. monday night football and there were people there were people it was a was it bills or no what who's your team oh no yeah. so i'm a new york giants fan new, new york Giants. yeah yes. we were playing dallas yeah yeah, yeah. and then you, like, like you said we you came up I told you about the pod, came yeah. up with the concept, and you were just like, oh my gosh, this is so Love it. spot on. Relevant. Everybody yep. down with this, yeah. Um, for all the people that don't know Nikki K, shame on you. Uh, Nikki K actually works for the Spectrum Network uh, in sports, covers everything possibly L.A., Dodgers. Do you cover soccer too, by the way? Yeah, I've done a couple of yeah. stories with the LAFC, not mm -hmm. necessarily the Galaxy, mm -hmm. sorry. But LAFC, if you haven't been, have you been to an LAFC? So, no, I wanted to go so bad because I heard the games are ridiculous. It's like, I don't know if you're a Harry- sorry, matches. Yes, no, <laughs> yes, matches. Yeah, I don't know if, the only way I can describe it to someone who hasn't been in Bank of California Stadium during a, a match where the 32-52, the supporters are just going off. It's like um, it's like a Harry Potter Quidditch match, right? It's, it's how you might – I mean, obviously, it's got the passion of a European football match, um, but they've done it so well, top to bottom, the construct of the stadium, the construct of the team, the colors are sleek. You get a falcon soaring pregame. It's – 
I mean, for for its short existence, one of the rapidly growing fan bases in Los Angeles, absolutely incredible. Yeah, no, that's that's all I hear is how much they're accelerating as far as their fan base is concerned, as far as just spreading soccer love, at least in the South Bay, yeah. um, which is where both Nikki and I live. Uh, anyways, speaking of fan bases, I feel like fans are going to be very, very disappointed. And I know they already are, me personally, but I'm not disappointed that the NFL is finally back. I am disappointed, however, that there's going to be limited to no fans in this season, during this season. NFL is back, so excited. My question to you is, is how is this going to affect the NFL? And do you believe that we're going to see a lot of upsets due to the fact there is no technical home field advantage now? It's really interesting to think that how the absence of fans could affect these games, right? At first, it was so bizarre watching these baseball broadcasts because you don't even realize how much fans are part of the storytelling that goes on through the course of a slow game like baseball in Major League Baseball. I'm very intrigued to see how it plays out with NFL. What I imagine is that we're going to be getting um, kind of the feel of what a, a scrimmage looks like or an intra-squad scrimmage like, and and how that affects the hype of the guys on the field. I think that they're going to find ways to amp up their energy and competitive nature um, without without fans. So I think the product will still look um, and feel competitive in terms of the, the what we're seeing play out on the field. It might just be a bizarre to get used to the broadcast. And I'm interested to see how um, the broadcasting teams do roll out a, a visual thing that's pleasing to fans that doesn't seem bizarre with nobody in the stands. Speaking of that, is there any like insider, if you can relay this, if you can't, I completely <laughs> understand. Um, but is there any way that we can know that maybe what Spectrum would probably be doing as far as NFL games are concerned, covering them, or are you guys just literally just covering them? So what we do with, in terms of our specific channel, is we work on really character-driven stories. So if we were to cover a game, we wouldn't necessarily, we don't carry games, uh, football games. We do baseball, basketball, soccer. So in terms of how we'd broadcast a football game, we don't have to worry necessarily about the elements that go into, um, you know, play by play and highlights. But, you know, we're looking for those character driven stories that go around the fans who might not be able to see the Rams or the fan or the player, uh, local player who gets drafted to the Chargers and uh, shout out Josh Kelly from UCLA. But oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's it's those stories that um we focus on and then if we're doing live hits it's in front of an empty stadium obviously so right. it's yeah nothing spectacular uh in terms of our broadcast coverage <laughs> um well speaking of broadcast coverage broadcast coverage is happening in the nfl as of tomorrow um i need to know your picks nikki oh hey what, what are those picks oh my gosh okay so we're talking thursday night football right yes, let's do it okay so we've got our uh our reigning Super Bowl champs, Patrick Mahomes, one of my actually probably my favorite player in the NFL. I know that's not a, you know, like wait, that's wait yeah. The actually, I met Patrick back at Big Twelve Media Days when he was with oh, Texas, wow, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah, and he was a complete class act. Um, I did a story on how him and Baker Mayfield were actually friends long before they were rivals at Tech and OU, and the way he treated me, completely kind, unassuming. Great, great guy at the time. So when I've seen his 
you know, ri rapid rise and, um, and the humility with which he carries himself. It's been such a treat. But, you know, we, we're getting basically on Thursday Night Football a rematch of the AFC Divisional Round. Obviously, we know the Chiefs went on to win that one, and they they rallied from being down. I, I don't really know what Houston's going to be able to counter with offensively after losing DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and, you know, they get a downgrade in their run game, losing Carlos Hyde, and it's going to be up to David Johnson to be able to carry the ball. And I, I don't really uh, – I mean, we're hearing J.J. Watts healthier – but I don't think they have the ammo defensively or offensively to be able to stop the prolific beast we now know as the Kansas City Chiefs. So I, I, I've yeah, got the Chiefs, and, yeah. And I agree with you. I mean, Kansas City just has way too many weapons uh -huh. for us to not sit there and appreciate and know that they're going to probably blow yeah. out of the water. Um, I'm thinking this is just going to be an offensive – I mean, they already are an offensive juggernaut. Yeah. Um, you know, with Kelsey at the helm and, and Hill and – there's just so many, so many weapons. Um, what do you see as far as the end score of this game? Oh, the end score. Let's see. Well, I think in 20, before the divisional round last year, the um, Texans beat the Chiefs 31-24. And I'm going to go ahead and flip the script. I'm going to call a 31-24 Chiefs win. Wow. Not not very original with the numbers okay. there, but, you know, it would make a funny little story connection. Okay. We're going to have to talk about this. What about you? What so what are my, you saying? So, mine, I think it's going to be a blowout. I think, I think they are going to possibly – they will try – Houston, that is, will try to score as much as they possibly can. I think it will be at least, like, 14. Um, so, I'm going to go, actually, 20 um, – Houston's scoring 20, and I think it's going to be 42, 42 to 20. Okay, wow. Um, Kansas City. Chiefs not skipping a beat, no, right? I th okay. I think that they're just they're going to be on it. Yeah. Um, the way that Mahomes has been, I'm really, really hoping that he doesn't hit that. Um, the po yeah. That, that, that post, that post um, signing, yeah. you know, little d divot where he just shits the bed, and then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, I got all this money, now I don't have to work, you know, kind of thing. So he's also young. Yeah. So I think that that is a huge factor, you know, like when Flacco got re-signed and to that massive contract with Baltimore yeah. um, before obviously he got to Denver, he just shit the bed like crazy yeah. literally the next season. So I don't think that we're going to see that in Mahomes. I think he's going to, he's going to be fire. So yeah. yeah, 42 to 42 to 20. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Okay. Um, let's continue on to Sunday. So um, we're not going to go all over every single game. Um, even though I totally would love to. Uh, what are some of the games you're most – like, what are some of the games you uh, cannot miss on Sunday? Okay, so cannot miss on Sunday. Vikings-Packers, uh, Vikings I mean, that's a divisional game. That is, like, football at its finest. It's, like, very raw. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has a lot in the tank. I, but I also think that – I okay, so I'm going to be the one person – literally probably the only person who thinks that he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks. Yes, he has a, yes, he has a ring, but he would have never gotten that ring had it been for his coach. So that he kicked out of Green Bay and yeah. is now in Dallas. So um, in Mike McCarthy. So I personally think that the Vikings have, they have some great weapons, but I also think that the Packers off, obviously like they have Aaron Rodgers and everybody yeah. is so high on Aaron Rodgers, um, but I'm still going to be rooting for the Vikings to win over uh, Green Bay. Yeah, some of my friends from UCLA are part of that dynamic Vikings defense. Um, we're talking, 
Eric. Um, Why am I? EK, Eric Kendrick, sorry. Oh, Anthony okay. Barr. They were, they were there when I was there. I am a perennial uh, fan for the Vikings, even though I have no root, rooting interest in. Yeah, you're in, with your alumni. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like, exactly. For all that don't know, um, yeah. he went to UCLA. Um, yeah. No Bruins. Um, and I worked in the football yeah, office worked, when yeah. those guys were all around. So I'm just really excited to see the type of names they're making for themselves as part of the touted defensive unit in Minnesota. Um, but it is it is going to be an interesting race up there, too. I, you know, I, I don't know. Would you pick the Packers finishing over the Vikings in that division? Um, I think that with the weapons that the Vikings have, I think that this is going to be a really, really close one. But because here's where home field would normally come into play, but I don't think it's going to. So I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I think I'm going to see, I think um, my previous question was like, if you're, if you think that we're going to see a lot of upsets and I personally think we're going to see a lot of upsets. Okay. Um, I think that again, home field is going to be whatever. So this is what, what's going to happen. You know, like there's no Lambo leap. There's no yeah. way to leap into in yeah. limbo. So, there, you know, where's the motivation? Yeah, it will. But then you still consider the elements are still very much present for these games, right? So could you go to Mile High, you know, go to, go to Denver and still feel the consequences of just being in Denver, even though there aren't the fans or as many fans? Would that still play into a team's performance to favor the home team? Like, we know how cold it can get in Green Bay. No, and weather is definitely going to be an element, but at this current moment in time, weather isn't the element, yeah. right? So okay. we're just talking oh, we're talking about, about okay, yeah, got so it. So we're just talking yeah. about Sunday, this yeah. particular Sunday, okay. and I don't think that that's going to be a factor. Oh, okay. It's going to be warm out there. But to your point, yes, I think that weather is going to be a huge factor. But if we're talking Vikings, Packers, again, like in December, mm-hmm. then, yeah, it's going to be an evenly matched game yeah. because both of those guys are still – weather bound, even though the Vikings do play kind of in a dome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still going to go. I'm going to go with the Packers on this one, but okay. I think it's going to be close. It'll be by a field goal. Okay. I, I love it. G- give me all the close games. <laughs> um, another game I definitely have my mind on or my eyes on for Sunday is the Br- Ravens Browns matchup. Real, okay. Yeah. What do you, what do you think in terms of, a, how we're going to see Lamar bounce back from kind of a disappointing postseason performance last last year, and then the emergence of Baker Mayfield in Kevin Stefanski's offense. How how is Baker going to come out in a new season, new look, new coach? I mean, I think that Baltimore did it right when it came to picking Lamar. This kid has a chip on his shoulder. Um, he has a lot to gain a lot to lose um you know his whole entire hashtag you know good for pretty good for running back kind of thing um it's still sticking uh everybody wants a quarterback the league is changing over to running quarter the running quarterback system and he's obviously fits into that system i do not see baltimore declining so i personally think that the browns are no offense like even coach to coach to coach there's still a lot of hype and i just don't see them going really any further um unless something massively drastic happens where because they just had so many coaches and so many different quarterbacks i mean i forget who the uh, uh lineman was the offensive lineman was but he could he literally named every before he retired he named every single quarterback that he had to defend and 
I just the, or that was his quarterback. Yeah. And it was a it was very impressive that he remembered all that. <laughs> B it was just really depressing, you know, that they've gone through that many changes in at the quarterback position, that many changes in the um, coaching position, you know, and they've had such a losing record, you know, for so long. Um, I, I think Browns fans are very optimistic, but on and on paper they're great. I see the Ravens blowing blowing out Cleveland. Okay. The next game I want to talk yeah. about. We- Dolphins uh, are playing in New England at Gillette Stadium against the quote-unquote new and improved. I'm using quotations because I don't think he's new and improved, and I haven't bought him the hype. Okay. Also, um, the Dolphins, they always show up against them, but this is also week one. So yeah. I just, I'm very wary on this, but I do want to see how he does because I just can't picture him in a Cam Newton. I can't picture Cam Newton in a – Patriot system, system. yeah, and in the system nonetheless, right? Exactly, exactly. Because all I, when I see Cam Newton, I see the hair, I see the outfit, I see like this brush, like Outley's word spoken dude. That's like, I didn't know that women knew how how what routes were and yeah, that that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, Now has he changed? Like people can change, so I can't sit there and spout shit and be like, oh my gosh, like this is how he's going to be, you know? So. I'm looking forward to that game specifically because I want to see how he does. And I'm pretty sure all of America and all of New England want to see how he does as well. Um, not going to lie, I'm rooting for the Dolphins. Yeah. I'm just not the just Cam Newton fan. Yeah. Um, but I also haven't seen, I haven't met him personally, and I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he's like a nice person when you actually do meet him, just like you said with Baker, um, who well, I think you're right. He always ha- Baker also has a chip on his shoulder as well. Yeah. I think that this wound is a little bit more fresh when it comes to Baker versus Lamar. Yeah. Um, and also men of color. Yeah. They tend to keep that chip. Yeah. I can definitely say that because I'm a woman of color. So like they definitely keep that chip on their shoulder yeah. their whole entire career and then some. So I think he's going to try and prove the world wrong. Um, and I think the Patriots will come out winning because Belichick is a genius. Yeah. And I'm never, ever going to deny that. So I think they're going to come out winning. But again, I think this will also be a close game. This is a must-watch game for me on Sunday because I want to see how Cam Newton comes out in Belichick's system. I, on the other hand, I do think you're either a Cam lover or a Cam, you know, you're kind of had enough of the injuries, of the um, gaudiness of of how he carries himself, right? Uh, I think where I kind of sensed you falling on Cam Newton was the latter there. I am so excited to see him in a Patriots uniform. And I do, I have this feeling that like Belichick wants to win regardless, but he also wants to win to show he can win without Tom. And I think Cam's on this mission to show he can win um, and earn his way back into the league and hopefully that next major contract, wherever it may be. So I think you've got two parties in this uh, new look Patriots, no Tom Brady, that really want to make it work. So um, I'm very intrigued to see what their schematic minds have been cooking up this. Especially considering their defense has opted out, majority majority of their defense has opted out for the season. So I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah. See what they're going to do on the defensive end, along with the offensive end. You know, I think that like all the high, like, and the Patriots are not one to shy away from drama, right? Yeah. They're always going to be in the sports, in sports news. They're always going to be there. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. Any other games? Oh, let's go to a Cowboys Rams, which will be very, very, very interesting. Especially here in Los Angeles. There's a and yeah. no fans in a brand new stadium. Yeah, yeah. Well, SoFi Stadium is gorgeous. I got to check it out at a Chargers practice 
a couple of weeks ago. It's massive. It's stunning. It's clean, pristine, and yes, no fans will be sitting in it, at least to start the season. Um, the Rams, I'm, you know, if anything, I trust that Sean McVay's brilliant mind has been sitting and stewing throughout this this downtime that, you know, at least kicked off the pandemic. Um, I've heard him talk about it a couple of times. You know, he's had nothing to do but think about how to be better because I think what we saw um, in the response from their Super Bowl appearance was that most of the teams in the league had them figured out, right? Like, and then, you know, they had a disappointing bounce, uh, bounce back year, so to speak. So um, I think Sean McVay's going to spend his time cooking up some stuff. Uh, you know, they, it, it, I also think, though, that the Cowboys um, could be a favorite to win their division. In fact, I have them winning their division. And with a new coach um, and Dak eager to, to show what he's made of, I'm, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win their conference or division. Sorry. So I unfortunately want to agree with you, but I'm rooting for Philly to win because okay. I hate the Cowboys. Okay. Um, but I do love Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is just head and shoulders above – you know, he's the right, he's the right to uh, coaching call for the Cowboys and for, I mean, for any team, I think any team would be lucky to have Mike McCarthy. And especially if he's had to deal with divas like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I want to say that- Something tells me, something tells me we have developed a, a distaste for Aaron Rodgers in yeah. G's household. Yeah. Not, not the hugest fan of Rodgers. Um, I just, um, so, you know, there's two reasons why I don't like Aaron Rodgers is specific. And I'll just get it out of the way right now. Mm-hmm. I don't like him, A, because of that Hail Mary pass during um, our wild card game that we could have possibly gone to the Super Bowl for. Um, he basically gave us the shaft and did that to us. And every single time I watched that highlight, I turned the television off. Like so, a uh, knife yeah, in your it, chest. Uh-huh. It sucks, dude. Uh-huh. Um, the other reason why I don't like him is because you you – you throw away coaches like they're just regular they're just socks to you or something yeah. you know like or they're a penny on the street and you're just like eh, i'm good i don't need that yeah um do you give them time sure of course because you need to yeah but you you throw away good coaches and coaches that you know are one you a ring yeah no less you know yep. and so it's just you are the common denominator you are the common denominator in this equation where you are the reason why they leave or or are asked to leave yeah um, so that's another reason why I'm not the huge fan of him. But um, fair enough, fair enough. I am a fan of McCarthy. Um, I'm going to be rooting for the Rams because I will never root for the Cowboys. It's okay, just like Duke in North Carolina, yeah. I'll just never root for um, the Tar Heels. Uh-huh. Um, but I can't. But I mean, I can't see. I can see the division being tight uh, for the NFC East with the Cowboys and the Eagles. Yep. Solely because they have a healthy quarterback, and the Eagles have a injury-ridden quarterback. Yeah. Uh, in what so I just don't uh, I, I would love to see Philly win it because I know we're not going to um, the New York Giants aren't going to um, as far as this personal game right now is concerned I am probably I'm gonna hope that he has made those adjustments yeah um, McVay that is and the Rams win again by a field goal yeah okay I take it sorry I you know got a little wrapped up there thinking big picture Cowboys and in, in instead of the home opener uh, so to speak for the Rams but yes, I guess as a Los Angelino, I got to pick the Rams, right? I do see the Cowboys having success this season in double-digit wins. I mean, you look at their close game stats; uh, they were one in six in one score touch and one score games last season. 
So a new coach hopefully can bring in some new schematics to address that issue. Well, and also McCarthy is great on the offensive end, right? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, obviously you saw what he did with, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, like, Dak is obviously younger, and he's going to be a little bit more open to what he has to bring to the table, um, a lot more receptive. And this is the last year of his – he got franchise tag. Yeah. It's only going to last a year, so, like – or one year or two. One. I, I think, think it's one. Yeah. One uh, so you get a franchise tag for one year, and then the next year it's renegotiation time, and it's one of those like you better pay me, mother, yeah. mother you know, kind of things. So, and CD Lamb, if you are a Cowboys fan listening to this, keep an eye out on CD Lamb. I know he is obviously, you know, kind of the star of the Cowboys draft this season, but he is spectacular. This kid is fast. He's long. He's lean, and he can make some impressive catches. No, very, very well said. Well said. Um, another impressive team, though, move, moving forward, Bucks Saints. Oh, it's a divisional game. It's Tom Brady, Drew Brees, two stars. Um, Tom Brady finally not on the Patriots. Yeah. It, you know, I just, I'm looking forward to the, It's in the Dome. It's, it's uh, granted it's in the dome without fans but it's still yeah. in the dome yeah you know you're still in louisiana you still i wonder if they can replicate fan noise to the decibel that is uh, normally like gosh that dome sounds just i'm it doesn't sound it is deafening we know that yeah especially in kansas city too where yeah they have the highest decibel you know yeah level. um that would be really interesting if they could yeah i would love to see that just because then then players can actually get a feel for yeah. what they're, you know, dealing with um, and actually get hyped and get excited. I don't know, man. I just, who do you see, um, speaking of exciting for this game, who do you see w- winning? How much yeah. um, do you see the Saints finally, like, going over that hump, winning their division and then getting into the Super Bowl and making it past a certain amount? Or do you see Tampa, like, are you believing, are you drinking the Kool-Aid with Tampa? Yeah. I- you know what? I go back and forth because I've I've heard some um, NFL reporters say that they don't even see Tampa making the playoffs, right? Which is a a huge uh, it's a huge I guess cloud over the sunshine we call Tom Brady. Speaking of his new like his new life is just sunshine down in Tampa Bay. I tend to go with the guys who carry themselves with that competitive greatness and don't ever count them out. And I think just like up north in New England, Belichick doesn't want to be uh, proven wrong. I think Tom's going to be fired by that motivation to win too. Um, As much as familiarity as New Orleans has, I'm going to – go out on a limb here and say that Tampa takes the opening game. It just cause I like, I like the narrative about it. Right. You got Gronk back, uh, Tom back. You got, um, the, yeah, Fournette just back in action too. And I don't really know what, uh, they're going to do with their running back situation in Tampa Bay, but why not? Let's see how it goes. I mean, they still got weapons. Uh, My only issue is going to be that offensive line for Tom Brady because he is, in his early 40s he is one of the oldest if not the oldest quarterback in the league right now and not having an offensive line i'm very privy to that um my quarterback was only 37 when he oh. retired from the league yeah and our o-line has been shit for you know over a decade so or almost a decade so if he has a great o-line and they make those adjustments and they can protect him and give him some time 
they're going to be great because Tom can do anything. Listen, but, we saw Tom working out when nobody was supposed to be working out. I know, yeah. causing yep. some social uh anxiety there but i hear they serve a lot of avocado ice cream in tampa bay so i think tom's gonna be lithe and agile as ever so you know what throw it all at him and i'm pretty sure they don't have a lot of nightshades out there yeah. so he can get a little recovery yeah gotta love that tom brady diet yeah um so who do you have so i'm, I'm assuming you just have the bucks winning yeah this yeah let's go the bu- let's go the bucks by a field goal Gonna okay. be, yeah, it's going to be a uh, 27-24 game. Okay. What I'm, about you? I'm going to go on the polar opposite. Okay. End, and I am going to go with the Saints because, mm-hmm. A, they are at home and it's still nothing like playing in that dome. Um, and, B, I trust what is going on in Louisiana right now. The recipe that um, they've yeah, had. That yeah, they, that they've handled, um, at least in the beginning of their season um, and at least until the playoffs. I do believe, however, that they are cursed and I don't think that they're going to win another Super Bowl yeah. until – Maybe there's a uh, regime change. Um, not to say that the Saints aren't great. They're my secondary team. I love them. Yeah. Um, but They're hard not to root for. Yeah. You you really, really want to, especially after the, the Rams. Like, I no offense to all you Rams fans out there. I know we're in L.A. But, I mean, they got jilted. Let's yeah. get real. They, you know, that was definitely – that hit was supposed to be a P.I. Yeah. It just – there's no question. Even the guy that did it was saying that it was a P.I. So, I say Saints come out. Guns of Glory, whatever, busting out, and they win by a touchdown. All right. Um, okay. I'll take it. I, sure. I I fully support that decision. I just like taking the contrarian view on this one, you know? No, I mean, it's not uh, even contrarian, really, yeah. because, like. It's going against Tom Brady. Contrarian. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. But my, my rule of thumb is I normally never, ever go against Bill Belichick. Okay. That's my. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've learned. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. For all you betters out there, don't ever go against Bill Belichick. Yeah. You can go against Brady, but you can't go against Belichick. Okay. Belichick is he's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, speaking of solid, Monday Night Football, so solid. I cannot wait. I'm super excited, even though I think we're gonna get our asses. Yeah, hit. give me give me your uh, yeah. your breakdown of this one. I mean, Steelers defense is fire. Um, you know, you have Ben's back. Ben's back, exactly. Um, you have a second year QB for the Giants. I love Danny Dimes, but he does not deserve that nickname yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah. You got to give a few more years in order to earn that nickname. So I love Saquon, and I think that he is going to be a great player. I think, unfortunately, we're wasting – he's wasting his years with us. Um, I, lo- I love him so much. I think he got host for the Heisman. I just – this kid, I was just so excited to get him – especially with Eli's possible last year, last year, and I wanted it to work out so bad. I do not see us winning. Um, I'm a realist. I may be a fan, but I am a realistic fan. I see the Steelers blowing us out um, just because on the defensive end, not because Ben Big Ben's back. Um, and I also love yeah. Juju Smith, even though I know he's USC. Like, yeah. I love Juju, man. Like, Juju and James Washington is someone I covered in Oklahoma State. And, like, I think if he – can emerge as another uh, receiving threat for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Like Ben's going to be pretty pleased with the arsenal he's got. But I also want to backtrack. I think like you could be a fan and be in and and do what we do, right? Look at these games. But if you're a homer, that's when you're picking unrealistic. Right. Like that's when you're like, oh, Giants are winning no matter who they got, you yeah. know. So yeah, I, well, you just basically described every Dallas Cowboy. We're winning uh, this year. Yeah, the Yankee <laughs> yeah. Fan. My, my ex is a Yankee fan. He's like, it's our trophy, and I'm like, what if you suck? Which, by the way, the, the Yankees are having a terrible. Oh, sidebar, 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 yikes! Um, yeah, no offense, karma. Um, uh-huh. So 
but, but with that said, you're right. You can you can obviously be that homer, but I can. And this is really hard for me with Duke because a lot of times when people come to me for advice and they'll ask, like, I'm yeah. sure you get it all the time. Like, hey, how do you think that someone's is going to do in the tournament? And I'm like, stop betting on my team. Yeah, like you're just giving, you're jinxing them. You're giving them bad juju. Or like, and realistically, these guys are kids. Um, even even these guys are kids, you know, the New York Giants players are kids, you know, some of these guys are like 21 and 22 and like, this is their first time in the league and it's first time away, really truly away from home. Um, well, I feel that's a conundrum for a lot of Los Angeles, Los Angeles, maybe media or media right now, because yes, if you live in Los Angeles, if you've worked for any decent amount of time in Los Angeles, the Lakers are the team. I grew up worshiping at the altar of Kobe, right? I have grappled with looking at the Clippers roster, the construct of the franchise, and saying, you know what? The Clippers roster is deeper. They've got two stars. And sorry, this is a complete NBA sidebar right now. No, but this is okay. We actually but it, gonna, it, it was going to be a yeah, time for me. It, is, it yeah. is something very um, difficult for me. My dad shames me whenever I pick Clippers winning, you know, at the the, at the loss of the Lakers, and it is still hard. I feel a little guilty doing it, but you know, it's. But again, you're being a realist, right? Yeah. Like you're looking at their depth, you're looking at numbers, you're looking at just facts of uh-huh. why they can, of how they can win. I will, however, say this money ball doesn't work, and yeah. you can't judge the heart. Yeah. So, um, with that said, though, I think that you can judge the heart of the Steelers. I think that like they're just in. Yeah nose to the grindstone like kind of there are blue collar you know workers out there yeah i went to pittsburgh once it's yeah it's a nitty-gritty town like i'm not gonna like hate on people from pittsburgh because they're actually really really they're so kind they're They're so kind they're not as kind as chicago yeah but they're very 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 nice it was just really cold that's all you know i went for march madness and it was yeah it was and i was like i just need cute outfits for this the arena Nope. Nope. Yeah. It For all of those that don't know yeah. um, are, and are listening to us from like warm weather climate yeah. areas, um, just because you go to the East Coast in springtime yeah. or uh, in, yeah, in the beginning of springtime and the end of springtime, frigid. it's going to be warm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when I lived <laughs> in New York and it turned March, I was like, oh, sweet. I can start wearing like, you know, I don't have to wear a pea coat. I don't yeah. have to wear like this really, whatever. No chance. Nope. No nope. chance. Totally yeah. Wrong. yeah. Frozen toes. Yeah. Um, okay, so my pick again, Steelers, uh, even though I would love my Giants to win, but my pick would be the Steelers. Um, I think that they're going to win by 14. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll go Steelers by 10. Okay. Yeah. And because it is a doubleheader, Monday Night Football, um, the first Monday Night Football is always a doubleheader. Uh-huh. Uh, Titans, Broncos. Broncos do not have... I think the Broncos have gone significantly worse this season. Yeah, they don't have uh, Von Miller. Yeah. He's out on a season-ending injury. Um, I mean, I, I I feel bad for viewers. Yeah. Because the Titans... Like, ESPN gets screwed on programming. Yeah. Like, there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure it's because the NFL probably hates them. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Titans-Broncos as... like Is that the last game? Um, I, I think it is. Yeah, I want to say it's the last I game. I think the Titans are... Like, they're... Some... Some people are picking them to win their division. So I think the Titans are going to come out and just smack. Yeah, smoke them. I'd say like uh, two touchdowns probably. I don't know what the line is on that game right now. Yeah, I haven't haven't looked either. Um, But, yeah, I agree with you. I I think the Titans come out guns blazing and 
it the seems Broncos are just honestly <laughs> honestly i've been so involved in nba stuff mm-hmm. that it seems surreal the nfl is like uh what less than 24 hours away right I know, now i can't wait like, we're, we are recording this on a wednesday dude i'm so looking forward to it. i'm so pumped for football it's it, insane it, this is gonna insane. be so fun yeah. i'm so stoked oh, so excited um we do have a little bit more time to record. okay i don't have to be at work for another 45 minutes all so right going. yeah let's keep rolling right. yeah um we're gonna take a semi break because i just have to go and get more wine for myself because <laughs> <laughs> i'm a blues hound uh love it we'll be back in a second with nikki k on the sports bar time for an advertisement <laughs> god i wish we were sponsored yeah <laughs> we should just start reading fake ads I, dude uh yeah. barstool sports it yeah yeah this ad sponsored by cuttings because that's what i'm gonna go upstairs <laughs> yeah right <laughs> this is brought to you by jalapenos because that's what's in my margarita <laughs> um okay we'll be back very shortly after we get our drinks on the sports bar all right we're back party people thank you so much for waiting for us even though you probably only waited like two seconds <laughs> um due to my amazing editing uh, anyways, we're going to kick this break off, break little dilly off with the NBA playoffs that are going on right now as we speak, actually. Uh, Raptors are playing the Celtics right now. And let's just go into that. Let's go into the Raptors Celtics. Yeah. What do you um what do you think about what's going on right now? Um who do you think is going to I personally thought that um, Celtics were gonna sweep. Yeah. And with Jason Tatum, Majuki. Yeah. Um, but this obviously is not coming to fruition, and um, I believe, I believe uh, Ibaka Serge, yeah, yeah, was supposed to be out, but then um, they said that he doesn't have any restrictions, and he he's playing right now. So as as we speak, yeah, a quick check of the score. Yeah, let's on this Wednesday is Celtics up thirty six twenty five. Okay, yeah, only the first or the second? It's second quarter. Okay. Sorry, I should have included that. I think, you know, I, I see the Celtics advancing. I think um, it's going to just take, you know, their top three players in Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Kemba Walker might be the actual three, like the deepest three in terms of top-level talent of any team left, right? Like when you look at the Celtics' third star, which – probably is Kemba Walker is any other team's third star better than Kemba Walker no so I I think the Celtics advance and they're gonna meet the Miami Heat which has been frankly one of my favorite stories like I I love Jimmy Butler I want his coffee give me all the big face coffee give me all the you know Jimmy grit the Jimmy um desire to prove all the haters wrong I I'm enamored with it. So I, I mean, for all yeah. those that don't know his story, it's yeah. really incredible yeah. actually. So I was just looking at it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I have officially become a Jimmy Butler fan yeah. solely because of that story, um, which is what Spectrum covers is like, you know, the, I don't want to say the small time person or whatever, but like you know, those yeah. people of interest stories. Yeah, exactly. And like he, he's just had so much stacked against him time and time again. He's had this, you know, whether it's merited or not of being, you know, just kind of a bad energy in the locker rooms he's been in, but maybe it was also because he was in bad locker rooms. So who knows? It seems he found a real home in Miami with coach Spolstra. He loves to work out, loves to work hard, loves to practice. And there's stories of him like showing up to the gym at 4 a.m. the day after he, 
you know, struggled with a running test in Miami. And then once his teammates started learning he was there, they started showing up too. And um, they've got a lot of parts that make sense and that are, uh, the team construct is great over there in Miami. So I think I, you know, I could see them easily advancing to the finals, um, but it'll be interesting to see who comes out of the East. And then you're looking at the West. Did you catch any of the um, uh, Rockets Lakers game last night? I I watched majority of it. I did not watch the tail end because the Lakers were up yeah, by, by that. They pulled away so, by like eight or nine and then yeah. You yeah, uh, great transition by the way. Um Lakers going to um, Lakers in Houston. Lakers are just small ball just doesn't work. Yeah. Houston. It just it just doesn't. Like I I want to get on board with this, but it's just not gonna happen. You know, you guys can compete and you can definitely give them a fight, but at the end of the day the Lakers still have AD. And the second that that guy decides to show up is the second that the Lakers are just going to go on fire because LeBron can always turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. Um, I think also the defining factor, obviously yesterday the defining factor for the Lakers was Rondo coming back and playing that role. Um, Kuzma is just a beast. I mean, he can be on anybody's starting five, uh, but he happens to be on the Lakers starting five, which means that he's overshadowed by LeBron. Yeah. Which means he's coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, like, so I do think um, LeBron and Anthony Davis, it's going to be a matter of who's going to be the third guy to step up night in, night out, whether it's Markeith Morris, whether it's Rajon Rondo, uh, whether it's, you know, Kyle Kuzma or Contavious Caldwell-Pope, but they need a, a third threat on offense. I just loved what Rondo did in the fourth quarter last night, and you can tell his intellect is truly something that's elevating him. Um, I think he's like, 33 or 33 years old he's he's right up there in terms of age with lebron and he's just so freaking smart that i mean he's also he also has a great pedigree too right playing with playing with boston his earlier years being on a championship team and having that mindset having that mentality and then it's an easier transition for him to go from that to the lakers because that's what the lakers do is they always want to win yeah right like that's what the organization has always been about that's their mentality every single year um they're the New York Yankees of, of Los Angeles yeah. mentality, right? Um, I, I'm not the biggest Rondo fan, but I can still respect him. Yeah, uh, he's brilliant. He's yeah, he, yeah. and playoff playoff Rondo is a real thing. Like I, sure. he dismisses it when media asks him about it, but sorry, Rondo, your game <laughs> elevates another notch in the postseason. No, definitely. I mean, he. His game is elevated. LeBron's game. LeBron's game needs to. Unfortunately, he needs to carry that load certain times because there are going to be t- moments. He set the tone in the first half yeah. last night. You know, he I think had like twenty nine or thirty one points by halftime. And unfortunately, I think that that's something that needs to be a consistent thing for everybody else to. You're right. Their game. Yep. Which is unfortunate because you would think, hey, this is how I'm going to play all the time. Like this yeah. is my mentality all the time. You guys need to have the same thing. Step the fuck up and always be there. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not the case. But they're, they're still playing balls out basketball right now. And again, small ball doesn't work. So I'm taking the Lakers to advance and to play the Clippers because obviously Denver is not really up to par. And they're not they're just not ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love Murray, but he's just not ready either Like for that prime time stage. Yeah. We saw Kawhi with that middle finger block, like no chance. I, it's interesting because I do think with the Clippers and Lakers, like energy is a huge thing in how they come out in these games. And um, the the two games they've dropped between the two teams 
um, they, their energy has been flat. Like they almost assume they're just, they can just coast to the finish and sorry Clippers, but you haven't been there before. I and, mean, this is, this, this is technically the second round Yeah, and we've never made it. And as speaking as a Clipper fan since 1997, I would yeah. like to point that out since the Brent Berry era, we have never made it past the second round. So do not think that you can coast. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. And, and it's, um, so I, you know, unfortunately Paul George is one of those players who can have a you know you're not surprised if he scores 12 points on a night you're also not su surprised if he has a 32 perform point performance like he did but what he needs to do is know that he even when his shots aren't falling um drive or affect the game in other ways with your you know incredible defense with your effort your hustle the hustle stats right rebound communicate um, be there. That's what Patrick Beverly is symbolic of, right? Like the, you know, the um, oomph in that team. So I just, I'm, I want to see the Clippers put together a couple of performances where they know how to close out a team like Denver. Don't let them creep back up into a 2-2 series tie. Don't let them do that like they did the Mavs. So um, that'll be interesting. And then Clippers, Lakers match up seven games and you got the star studs of the NBA. It's, I, I truly think the Western Conference Finals are the NBA Finals, right? The West Coast is definitely the best coast when it comes to the Western Conference Finals, and it's just no contest. I I totally agree with you. I think that you know everybody thinks that the finale is going to be um, Clippers, Lakers, and that's going to be it, right? Um, speaking of it. it that's it, <laughs> that's it. That's hey awesome. you know we've got so much to look forward to we've got so much football like so much so much so all the things like well, the world series hasn't even yeah. like been on the radar yet. yeah like, i know we're not, even, we're not even there yet i know and you know what i love about this g is that like this is an ongoing conversation you know we'll be back at the bar drinking and talking sports again so i uh yeah like there's, we've got so much to look forward to. I'm looking forward to another episode with Nikki K. I, I hope you guys are too um, on the sports bar. Nikki, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, what's all Always. to play you out with? Oh, um, let's go with, uh, let's go with the one we brought it in with. Last but not least, let's plug you. Okay. Oh, hey fam. You can follow me on Instagram at Lil, yes, that's right, L-I-L dot Nikki, N-I-K-K-I dot K-K-A-Y. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Nikki K-S-N-1, that's Spectrum News 1. You can always turn on Spectrum if you've got that cable box and see us on Channel 1. We're fun. We're hyper-local. We're um, empathetic, too. And, yeah, or come have a beverage wherever, wherever we might be in the South Bay, right, G? Yep, that's very true. We will probably be out and about actually this weekend. Bopping. Getting yeah. Right. We're taking our whiz and yeah. our uh, uh, little yeah. beam Yeah, right? yeah, you made it. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So, again, thank you so much, Nikki. Thank for you. On the Sports Bar with G. Hayden Wiley. Um, if you guys want to... If you guys want to follow the sports bar, we are on all things social media. We're on Twitter at Sports Bar Gals because Twitter sucks and they wouldn't give me that sports bar. We're mm -hmm. also on uh, Instagram and Facebook at that sports bar. That is T H A Sports Bar. Thank you so much again, you guys, so much for listening. If you are listening on um, us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. That's how we find you. We're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor because um, they let us do this for free. 
Uh, again, thank you so much, Nikki K, for being here. I really, really, really appreciate it. I like. I feel so bad because like I'm just the worst. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop. To no, no, no. You stuff. are phenomenal. You, uh, <laughs> you, you bartended the sports conversation perfectly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I love me some Nikki K. So hopefully we'll have her back for another episode. Of Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers, mm -hmm. guys. Thank you so much again for listening. We are the Sports Bar with Nikki K and Jihei, and we out. Kisses. Deuces.